BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Situation Room. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Situation Room. And tell me if you've heard this before, Gabe. We are on the roller coaster ride that is the Baltimore Ravens team yet again. This is a recurring theme. We are now in what it seems like four years of consistent up and down play from this team. They've not been able to be consistent since 2019. We'd love to hear you guys chime in. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, I'm Jordan Coe. I'm at Ravens Sit Room. He's Gabe Ferguson. He's at Gabe Fergie um we're doing our you know the orioles played after the ravens yesterday it was a long day of misery and true baltimore genuine suffering <laughs> which we endured uh getting the podcast out today but uh, i think our our takes are gonna be just in line all the same with what they were before um and so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna jump right in here and i'm gonna kick us off um and this one's a, this one is i know gabe doesn't agree with me and it's a hot take for a reason but um i think john harbaugh's seat's got to be be getting very, very warm if it's not already what I would consider to be hot. Um, this is a team with an immense amount of talent. We're talking about a team that had eight guys on the IR through the first four games that were starter quality players, um, and they were still staying in the game. Everybody is back now. Everyone was back this week, practically. I mean, there were a couple guys out, but you, you're five weeks into the season. Um, there's really no reason or expectation that this should happen. If you look at both the losses this year, 10 point leads, 10 point lead in the Cincinnati postseason game last year, 10 point lead in the Miami game last year, 10 point lead in the Jacksonville game last year, 10 point lead in the Pittsburgh game last year, all blown and lost by this team. You got a special teams unit that can't cover, that can't block kicks, that can't seem to do anything right this year. It's in one or two big returns from Duvernay, but that's it. The things that John Harbaugh is supposed to be best at, keeping this team motivated, keeping them on point, keeping them locked in, they're not doing any of those things. And at some point, that some rubber has to hit the road. And you're not cutting – you just you had an opportunity to move on from Lamar Jackson if you don't think that he's the right guy from this. Like There are guys that you have signed to major extensions. If you didn't think Roquan Smith was the guy that was ready to carry this defense, same with Marlon Humphrey. I mean, you've handed out the money to Mark Andrews too. Like, like you've given the money to these players. Um, you can't cut them. You've that that bridge has you know you've already crossed that bridge, and so at some point you know there's a reason why John Harbaugh is one of the most tenured coaches in the NFL. Th- these jobs just they don't last. That that it it is what have you done for me lately? And what you've done for me lately has lost a lot of ten point leads. I mean, so I, I understand the point you're making because you know at some point there has to be accountability. Um, but I think if you look at the nature of how these leads are lost, 
I mean, you, you mentioned the Cincinnati game, like the, and the quotes were after the game. Like he, he went off script and like did what he wasn't supposed to do and like made a mistake that was so just like him you, being selfish. What, in that at moment. what point, at what point, if the coaching staff is going to have players that just go off script whenever they want, not be held accountable for that. The fair catch from Zay Flowers, miscommunication, Tyler Linderbaum snapping the ball. These guys just like, there is a little bit of, these guys are kind of doing whatever they want when they want to, and it's costing this team games. I I mean, I agree that the players are costing the team games. I don't think that- And they're going off script. The script to Linderbaum was, the, the, the script to Linderbaum was don't snap the ball. The script to Zay Flowers was outright. They, I, I mean, the coaching staff lost the Indianapolis game. And by my book, on I, that play, I agree. they lost that game. So I agree. I agree. I think they made a lot of mistakes, a lot of blunders in that game. I think this game is completely different. You know, you have seven guys, eight guys dropping passes in like, in like critical situations. Like, do you want, I mean, this is the obvious thing, but like John Harbaugh isn't out there making catches. Like he's not out there saying, you know, don't throw the ball to like, or not don't throw the ball. This wasn't an interception problem, but like, is I don't see how you can blame the coach for really just bad execution, bad concentration. Like what is he supposed to say? Like, oh, guys, make sure you don't drop passes this game or else, you know, like where are you going to do? just bench all your players? And then you just pat like your, your bad players go out and play instead. You're going to pull all practice squad guys. If Mark Andrews drops another touchdown, are you going to like not play Zay Flowers because he drops the ball? Are you not going to play Tyler Lindebaum because he like went off script and like hiked the ball inappropriately? Like, at, at what point do you? I like, mean, Bill Belichick has Bill Belichick has a long record of coaching just that very same way. Oh, really? When yeah. did he bench his best players because they missed? Uh, who's the uh, who's the the cornerback in the uh, Super Bowl? What about uh, not Gilmore, uh, Butler, Malcolm uh, Butler yeah. or whatever. Yeah. He basically didn't do what he was supposed to do in practice. So like, and they still won't talk about why he never played in that game, but the Patriots literally lost the Super Bowl because they're like one of their top three defenders wasn't allowed to play in the, in the game. That's a perfect example where you have literally benched, benched one of the best players in your secondary in the biggest possible moment. Well, that was like, a little bit different. Cause that's something that happened in the practice week leading up to the game. Not something that happened in game. You want to take I, out I your starting center. The me that these guys are are not dropping the ball in practice, are tight to the practice, all practice long, and then during the games they go off script. I, I could I wouldn't believe that for a second. I mean, I I, I think that's um, a pretty like naive thing to say. Like you don't know what's I mean, happening. It's not naive. We don't know. Yeah, like like we can't we can't possibly know. But practice makes permanent. Practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes permanent. How you practice is how you play. I think from the special teams perspective, you you have a great point, and and that is the one thing that you know John Harbaugh has been consistently good at. How many years has he been head coach now? 15, 16 years. Ravens special teams has been a top five unit basically every single year that he's been the head coach. This year is a massive outlier. Why that's happening, I don't know. I know. I mean, obviously there's turnover. There's turnover every year, and and they still are good at it. So. You know, this is the second year of a different special teams coach. I don't know if Harbaugh has to like take over more of this control from like what is his name, Chris Horton. I think, um, I think maybe you need to like maybe take a little bit more responsibility and a role there. But like, and 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 yes, like the special teams has been really bad. Like, and it's I don't know if they're the worst team in the, in the league. They probably are based off of like like DVOA metrics or whatever. After you're looking at you know punt return for a touchdown, multiple long returns. You know, we saw last game. We saw the the the, the Cincinnati game. 
Um, we saw it in the Indianapolis game. Like this is a this is a problem. Like, even Cleveland game. Like the, the coverage has been awful. And, like I don't I don't know, have a good reason for it. Like there was one, I think I guess the Cleveland game they're actually pretty good when Jordan Stout was was taking the ball well. But it's it, that's something that can be I think be fixed. If it doesn't, then like you can say okay, w- w- what is going on there? But like the Ravens didn't lose this game because of those. I mean those were part of the mistakes that were into it. But like there's so many. And okay, so I don't know if you want to shelve this, but my other hot take was the, the Ravens just can't make clutch plays. Like the players came up short, like time and time again, in, in moments where they had opportunities to ice the game, like put the game away. Like it's just inexcusable, like brain farts. Like the, how many times do we see the ball go through receivers' hands over and over and over again? Like perfectly thrown passes, and and the Ravens just like pissed the game away because they just made mistake after mistake after mistake. And that is like a theme is the same thing we saw in the Colts game. So like, I, I understand, but like at some point the players have to get held, held accountable too. Like, and like, I don't know what that means in terms of like, do you just not play? Like, do is like Rashad Bateman, the guy who doesn't play anymore because like he dropped a touchdown pass, but like Nino Aguilar, he's been very reliable all season. Like he's been like the clutch player for the Ravens in terms of like their pass catching. And then he drops the biggest play, like the, like one of the easiest catches, like, I mean, it was right through his hands and like, you can't just not go back to them. Like, and I, I don't know like how else you can do things, but they just need to be better. Like mentally, they need to be mentally tougher. They need to like, I don't know like what the, the concentration say, issues are. Like, I would what, say what is that who, whoever is managed, like if, if, if I'm working at somewhere and my whole team that is working for me is lacking concentration, right? The, that has been clutch in other times and has not had these problems of inconsistency and those mistakes, I would say it's up to leadership to be the ones to step up and demand that. And so whether that's going to your players and getting them to motivate it, whether it's the setting the tone through benching, whether it's setting the tone, it's just like in the movie Bull Durham where like Kevin Acosta is like, you got to get these guys in straight. He calls them lollygaggers for a reason. Like, like sometimes, I, I mean, somebody's got to have the pressure turned up on them. Right. And I and I'm OK with saying that we can't afford to bench our best players and it should be them if that's what you want to do. But then I think that it's turned up on John Harbaugh and it's like you've got to find an answer to get these guys to get that clutch thing back because then we're, we're not going to win a Super Bowl otherwise. And then if that's the track that we're on, yeah. then, then we need the next Mike McDonald or the next Kyle Shanahan or the next whoever to use play calling to take us to the next level or whatever that looks like. Um, and I'm not saying fire John Harbaugh over this, but I'm saying that I think that if I was Steve Biscotti, I'm calling Harbaugh and I'm saying, hey, your seat is hot. Like this is like, like we just paid our quarterback $250 million. Like I need to see results. If we end this year and we're nine and eight or 10 and seven, like that's, that's not going to be good enough. And when we come back and look at this, like you're not guaranteed a job. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I I mean, if that's the, that's the motivation it takes. I think maybe you're right. But like, I do think we have to look at kind of the, the thing, the season as a whole and like, you know, they have played really well, even when the chips were down, like they have had a lot of like negative plays in terms of, or negative, like things happen. A lot of players have been missing, like a lot of things that they have been able to overcome. And I think that that's the other side of coaching. Like that's like being like ready to prepare your team, despite some of the bad things that are going on for the team. Well, I look at quotes like Patrick Queen's quote today. And again, I, I, that reflects back on coaching to me. And maybe you haven't seen this yet, but basically, saw, yeah. yeah, his he quote was same old scenario every time. I, I, I mean, mean, 
that speaks to preparation. That, I mean, but, it, right? It, that it, speaks to preparation. It speaks to preparation in my book. But like, I've also seen this team bounce back after a week, after a game where they kind of look look bad, like, and they come back and they have like their best game of the year. And so, like, I feel like they are correcting mistakes, but then like, there's just another round of like poor play happening, like equally terrible mistakes. And it's I just mean, like the it, fumble I, from Hill is the same fumble that Kenyon Drake had. Like was, Lamar is getting constantly stripped on like when you leave the left tackle one on one. I mean, to say that the mistakes are different, they're not quite all that different. They're kind of the same. <laughs> and th- this game was almost like a carbon copy of the Indianapolis game. Like it's like, except this game, you don't have the excuse of it like being like in the rain or like you know having some wasn't well, um, bad officiating. Like, early, bad, yeah, bad officiating too. But like maybe some like early in the season, like trying to figure things out. Still, like. I feel like the offense and and this another thing, I think the coaching has been really good from the coordinators. Like, and that's not just the coordinators, that's also the head coach who's involved in that. They put together a really good game plan in this one. They were phenomenal on both sides of all for much of this game. Like and I think for the most part of the season, both the offense and the defense has been extremely well coached. Like they have been really the good with for, like the defense for sure. I, I think I think it's a little overstated on the offensive side. I mean, I, I feel like the past two games, we've seen, like, receivers coming up, like, wide open, like, over and over and over again. Like, they, they have a great plan and how they're going to attack this team. And, like, I mean, I think the Steelers have a, a not great defense, and they definitely have. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. A not great secondary, so guys should be running open against them. We can get into that when we kind of go back through these hot yeah, takes. That's fair. Um, and come back around on it. I agree with you that Mike McDonald's been fantastic. I said the Ravens were going to lead the league in points allowed this year. They're basically tied. They're they're second in the league um, in points allowed per game behind the San Francisco 49ers. So, you know, Mike McDonald's been fantastic. And if Mike McDonald was the next head coach, you know, that's something that you can levy. I I just want to see these guys get motivated. I want to see them be con- I want to see them concentrate. I, there's just there's too much. I mean, even when they started that two minute drill in the game, you looked at me and you were like, "The Ravens are so bad during this time of game. They're not ready for these situations, and they're going to screw it up." And lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. That I mean, that is a theme. Like we've seen that time and time again. I think. I mean, 
there have been times when the Ravens, you know, led by Lamar Jackson have been able to drive down the field. But if, I think if you look at like the statistics in terms of like, like being down one score, um, like how many game winning drives have there been or like game tying drives? It's not many. Like they have come up like pretty, pretty bad in these situations. And, and the times that they've kind of been able to squeak out, they've kind of like relied on like 60 yard field goals from Justin Tucker to like, you know, make it happen. You know, like, this has not been a team that's consistently been like, okay, you know, there's a minute and a half left. They can move down the field and score a touchdown. You know, if that's like Josh Allen's offense or that's Patrick Mahomes offense. You feel like they're going to do it every single time. You never feel that way about this Ravens offense. And and like part of that was Greg Roman and we can put that in the past, but like, I don't know, like maybe part of that's Lamar Jackson too. And like, I, I don't want to hate on Lamar Jackson because he had an amazing game this year. And or I mean, this, this, this past game was like one of the best games he's ever had. But like that, that in that situation, like, and that gets back to my like clutch factor thing. Like we haven't seen that over and over and over again. Where's the where's the the ability to kind of like make it happen in those clutch moments? And I know other pieces of it are not are breaking down around him, but like you got to be a little bit better in these situations. Well, the Ravens have also been bailed out. I think. I, I mean, some of it is just timing, right? Like we've seen a couple of these like crazy drives with like less than thirty seconds from Mahomes and and Allen, and so that's where the mind goes to when we think of these comebacks. But there certainly have been a number of comebacks with like less than two minutes where the Ravens have come back. They haven't been the last team with the ball, but the defense has stepped up and stopped them. And like Lamar doesn't kind of like you don't kind of get quite the same credit in those situations. So, um, but I, I mean, I definitely agree with you. But my second hot take, as in regards to this game, is that I think that Lamar Jackson should be a firm front runner for MVP. That if you're going to be betting on this MVP market based on what we have been seeing from Lamar Jackson, this this is his year. Like he's been running the ball exceptionally well. He sees the field exceptionally well. He's been running in the running a lot of touchdowns in the Ravens red zone percentage is sky high because they're finally using Lamar Jackson a little bit in the right way there. And his throws have been completely on fire that if you can get this receiving group, this pass catching group to tighten it up and, and look, the Ravens had no drops coming into this game. So like, and again, like it's just, it's just like, how do you have that much lack of comp, comp like, where is your head? What are these guys thinking about? Are they already onto London? And maybe they were because they le- they left for London today. Like maybe 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 they should have left for London a day later. I don't know where their heads were on some of that stuff, but it it just felt like they felt so comfortable going into this game they weren't prepped for it. That being said, given the offensive line has not performed well for this Ravens team, and given how well Lamar has put the things that he do- usually does well in the field on tape, I think that you catch six of those seven drop passes. Um, in this game and you do that for every single game for the rest of the season and I think there will be absolutely almost no question as to who the MVP of the league is going to be Tyreek I I mean Mahomes obviously is always part of that conversation he hasn't looked as lights out this year um, as he has in other years which opens the door Um, Tyreek Hill is obviously carrying Miami's offense um, and Josh Allen is always part of the conversation but they've already lost two games Um, you know if the Ravens can get on a roll like they did in 2019 and run off a series of games here where Lamar is really like performs just like he did this week. Like, like that's the thing. Like you get to go into the quarterback room and you get to say, Lamar, just do that again, (laughs) do everything except for the, I mean the fumble, but I don't really blame him for that, but do everything that you, even with the fumble, like you can live with that with the, the rest of the performance that he had in this game. Keep doing what you were doing. Lamar. If he does that every game for the rest of this year, he's going to be in the top three for the MVP. Um, And if the Ravens kind of, pull it together like they did in 2019 from like an overall record before if they if they are the one seed then he's going to be the mvp i mean they, they have a long way to go to get to the one seed um but i he's definitely like clearly 
what's making this team work. Like, I mean, he's always been that player. It's, it's the, the Ravens' success has been 100% due to Lamar Jackson being a phenomenal football player. Um, and I think if, you know, the play that we've seen from like a film standpoint, like you said, kind of turns into production and turns into wins, I think that can happen, you know, over the course of whatever the next 12 games. You know, if they go 11 and 1, 10 and 2, um, win 12, 13 games, I think. I, I think that's absolutely going to be, he's going to be a top candidate, but. You know, two teams ahead of them with official, officially ahead of them with record. Like only the, the chiefs and the dolphins yeah. and the FC have a, a, a better record. Now, obviously well, tiebreakers matter, but. And, and, you know, the Ravens will have a head to head at the end of the season with Miami. Um, so that, that actually might, depending on how, how the, you know, the rest of the season pans out, if they're like both like, you know, 12 win teams going into that, you know, that could be like a, a game for the MVP. Like, and it's, I, I, it's going to be fun to see Lamar continue to play at this level because I feel like he's been unlocked, you know, with, without having like the, the, the weight around his like ankle <laughs> of, of Greg Roman holding <laughs> him and the offense back. Like, but, but just the, the pass catchers have to be better. They have to be more consistent. Like he can put every single ball exactly where it has to be. Like he can make all of, like the extending plays and all that. But like, if the, if the other players don't make it count, then like it's, it's um you know it's not going to end up being the, the result that we want to see and like it's going to be drops it's going to be you know losses and then and that MVP goes out the window because it is it is a it is a narrative based award it is a it's a it's a you know I think it's almost always like the player on like the one or two seed I think you have to basically be like one of the top teams and I think you know the, the production has to be like pretty impressive like you don't have to necessarily have the best stats in like the league but like that definitely is like a significant impact for that and you know Lamar is a little behind the eight ball on that so th- I think that might be the part where he doesn't quite get there because it's he's five games in like his stats are solid but they're not amazing um so like he if, if, but if he can turn that around then that would be really cool to see. Um, you should put a bet in right now because I, I bet the, the odds are probably pretty good in terms of what you luck. think he's playing at. I'll check while you're telling us your other hot take. Yeah, so my other hot take, is, I mean, it's kind of a party to that because for for Lamar to you know get to that level, to get to that MVP um, caliber production, the, the Ravens need to be better protecting him. Um, and this has been a problem basically in four out of the five games they've had this year. The only, the only game where they um, really didn't have many protection issues was the Bengals game. And, and that was the game where Lamar, like, you know, he had, he looked phenomenal in that game because he was given protection and like, he's looked phenomenal in other games as well, but like they haven't been able to, you know, put up the stats necessarily because of all of the pressure he's had to deal with because he's had to escape sacks because he's, he's had the sack fumbles. Um, you know, he just hasn't been like been able to play as good as he's capable of. If you look at the numbers, I don't, I don't know what it was, in this game, but I know going into this game, when Lamar was clean, like his numbers were like off the charts. Like he's been so good this year when he's been protected. And like, we haven't seen that level of like just pure protection since 2019. Going back to that season, oh, line was so good. Lamar had not, I mean, there were so many things that were working that year, but the thing that everybody seems to forget was just how good the line was in protection. And he was able to just dice teams apart because not only did they have a great running game, but they also, he was phenomenal passing the ball because he was protected. These players need to get better. Ronnie Stanley, I know he's been hurt, but like he came back and it was terrible. I mean, he was awful. What did I tell you in the first half of the game? <laughs> you, you said before it happened, he's going to give up a strip sack to Alex Highsmith. And I was like, I hope not. 
and the most critical <laughs> drive of the game to go win it. It's exactly what happened. He just got beat like right off the right off the snap. Like he is not playing at the same level that we've seen Ronnie Stanley at even last year. And I don't know if he's just like nagging injuries are catching up to him or if he's just like he doesn't have the fire under his under his pants that he used to he's you know he's getting paid a lot of money i don't know what it is but like he is not playing <laughs> he didn't have the fire under his pants whatever you know what i mean he's <laughs> not playing the same way that he was when he was like the like top five tackle in the nfl ronnie stanley and the ravens to be where they want to be they need to have this O-line playing much better. And not just the O-line, you know, Patrick Ricard, I think, has done pretty well as, as a pass blocker. But the running backs, they need to be better. Justice Hill was really bad in pass protection. I think he had one nice blitz pickup, but he missed a bunch of chips, a bunch of, like, other... I think he had, like, three really bad, like, block attempts in this game. I think if they don't figure that out, they're going to miss the playoffs because of the protection. I, I, I mean, they might not just because the defense, I think, is good enough to maybe get them to the playoffs and because Lamar Jackson's amazing. But they're not going to reach their ceiling. They're not going to be a Super Bowl caliber team. And I, I, I'll, put, I'll put it here: they're not going to make the playoffs if, if if Lamar Jackson is getting sacked and pressured at the rate that he is. Like he he, he is the person who makes his team go. And if he keeps getting hit like this, he's going to get hurt. You know, we've seen him get hurt because of the pressure, not because of he's running around. It's because he's been hit in the pocket. Like, and if well, he goes he's down, been and, running around out, he's been running around out of the pocket when he's gotten hurt. He hasn't been hit in the pocket. Well, the, 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 the last year he was in the pocket. It was like a, a clean blister that came through unblocked and he, and he like got com- just blindsided and he landed on his knee. It was in the Denver game. I remember it clear as day. It was Josh. I thought, I thought he was him. outside the pocket, but maybe nope. that was, I mean, in the Buffalo game when he got hurt, he was definitely outside the pocket. Well, that, was, that was a concussion because he was trying to like. No, was, the, I think it was just a injury. And then I think the year before, I think the other two, they were out of structure, but either way, you're right. Like they got to keep him healthy. They, I, you got to keep your quarterback upright. You got to reduce the number of hits that any guy is taking in any moment. And that's, you know, that, at the end of the day, you're right. Like, look, you're not, you're not going to find success if you can't protect the quarterback. It's just, it, it, it doesn't exist. It's not a thing. <laughs> um, Lamar is a plus 2000 for MVP. Brock, like, let, let me tell you some of these numbers and then we'll hop on this podcast. But some of these are absurd. Brock Purdy is plus 550. <laughs> these That's others are wild. crazy. Like two is plus 525 which to me, it should be Tyreek Hill, who's plus 8,000. Like, I like that bet better than the Tua bet. Josh Allen's plus 550 with Brock Purdy. Hertz is plus 800. McCaffrey's plus 1,200. Lamar's plus 2,000. Herbert and Lawrence are plus 2,500. Um, so, you know, it's... I, I, I like Lamar in that mix of guys. I think that's 2,000. It's a little underpriced. Um, so I might get some action next week when... When I'm out there in Vegas um, during the Tennessee game, but um, yeah, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down. It's been this way ever since 2020. We just hope that we can find some consistency. Then we're going to go back and try and watch some of this tape, break down some of our hot takes and what we saw. We'll keep a close eye on the play calling. We'll keep a close eye on what we think coaches were doing to contribute to this game, especially on a rewatch. Cause some of this stuff, you know, seems like it's, it's easy, you know, when you when you're watching the game live and then you go back and watch and, and things look a little bit differently. So we're excited to get back in the tape, meet up with you guys on Wednesday or on Thursday when we release our podcast, kind of going over this. You guys can find us on Twitter. He's at Gabe Fergie. I'm at Raven Sit Room, and uh, we'll look forward to see you next time in the Situation Room.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.